You're listening to the Every Student, Every Day podcast with me, Jim Franchini, superintendent of the Averill Park Central School District. Welcome to this episode of the Every Student, Every Day podcast. As our audience hopefully knows, uh, we have recently partnered to bring stop arm cameras into our school district. We're in a partnership uh, that's been led by our county, and we have an agreement with the county and local municipalities to uh, bring these cameras onto our buses. Uh, we're doing them in Rensselaer County and Avril Park, obviously participating um, participating in the program. Uh, it's also some of our local counties. I know, for example, Albany County is doing the same thing. Uh, we are very excited. And as we record this, the, the cameras are being installed on our buses. We've had some installed already as they're gradually being done. And uh, we are extremely excited about the uh, impact this is gonna have on the district and keeping our students safe because uh, we do unfortunately have like all the districts, an issue with people passing our school buses when their lights are on. So we are very excited as we've had an emphasis on safety uh, in terms of this addition, which will make our students and our buses much safer. So we thought we would, as we roll this out, uh, invite a couple people on to talk to our community about the program and joining us from Bus Patrol, which is the company uh, that we've partnered with as part of the county partnership is Steve Randazzo. He's the executive vice president at Bus Patrol. Thank you, Steve, for uh, hopping on board the, the podcast. Thanks for having me. Starting off, can you introduce yourself to our listeners and maybe tell us a little bit about you and your role at Bus Patrol and what Bus Patrol does? Sure. Um, just really appreciative to, to be uh, on, your, on your show. Uh, and yeah, I'm Steve Randazzo. I'm the Executive Vice President of Government Relations at Bus Patrol. Um, I actually was uh, Bus Patrol's largest customer. I was uh, the deputy county executive of Suffolk County down on Long Island. We were one of the first counties in New York to roll um, the school bus stop arm program out back when the state passed the law in 2019. Uh, we implemented the program largely through uh, 2020. We, we used, uh, the, unfortunately, um, Obviously, people experienced a lot of tragedy during uh, during the COVID pandemic. But um, a, what a lot of transportation officials uh, know full well was a lot of the school buses uh, were uh, were grounded. They were they were not op in in operation. So we um, we used it as an opportunity to get the the cameras installed on uh, every school bus that operates in Suffolk County, and we have seventy one school districts. Uh, 5,000 school buses, so it's the largest program of its kind. Um, and then uh, just in working uh, with the senior leaders at the, the, the company as we implemented the program, um, just uh, they really liked uh, my work. And uh, I know the state law, uh, which is called 1174A of the Vehicle and Traffic Law, which authorizes this uh, to be uh, legal in the state of New York. What I do now on the bus patrol side is I help support uh, communities, not only in New York, but around the country to uh, launch their own programs and to walk them through a lot of the weeds and the details to be able to get their programs uh, in line. And then I also support some of our government relations efforts in states where um, this is not yet legal. So there are efforts ongoing in, in several states where state legislatures are considering uh, legalizing uh, school bus stop arm camera enforcement. So this is legal in 24 US states today, and we expect that that number will grow uh, year after year as more uh, folks become 
uh, accustomed to the technology and uh, the great benefits that come from uh, from uh, from uh, implementing a local program. That's great. Um, I, I know the program and the company has been very successful. Uh, from it sounds like starting with your your experience in, in your county and now in your role with the company itself. How long has Bus Patrol been around, and about how many districts do you partner with uh, in the in the country? Oh wow! Uh, so we have uh, we were founded in 2017. Uh, we operate. We currently operate in 13 states. And depending on the state law, sometimes the partnership is with the local municipality, say the county or the city, or sometimes even the town or village. Um, but in many other cases, <coughs> excuse me, the partnership is actually directly with the school district. So across the country, um, I, it's literally in the hundreds at this point, um, and, including um, numerous school districts um, in the state of New York. We are the current provider in yeah. Albany County and Suffolk County. We have a few municipalities in Nassau County down on Long Island, um, city of Rensselaer. Uh, we were awarded the contract in city of Buffalo. We were actually just awarded the contract in Rockland County and Monroe County. So it's really uh, kind of not only in, around the country, but particularly in New York, um, something that a lot of communities are now taking to. Uh, we're installed on over 10,000 buses just in New York State alone. And that's really good information, I think, for our listeners. We, I know, as a district, looked into us originally, and us with our, our colleagues around the county, uh, I think, felt more comfortable taking it on as a, as a group. And we're thankful to the county legislature, which allowed this to happen. And that partnership between us, the county, and bus patrol is really what has allowed this to take off. So we have that support from our local government and the sheriff's office and all the, the folks involved on that end in terms of helping with the enforcement and in terms of the collection and, and all the pieces that go uh, into this behind the scenes. Uh, it's, it's a really nice partnership that uh, has a few different groups working together. Can you take us a bit behind the scenes and explain how everything works? Yeah, so a bus is driving, reds go on, someone makes the very bad decision to go past those reds, what happens from the bus patrol side of things? What, are, what does that kick off? Yeah, sure. So, yeah, unfortunately, folks uh, have just uh, become accustomed to uh, to breaking this law, unfortunately, and that's due to a number of factors. Folks um, are just generally distracted behind the wheel. They're texting and driving or, you know, they're just thinking about their day or they're late for a meeting. And then, you know, you combine that with <clears throat> the fact that it's just not how we traditionally police our streets. You know, you, you're almost unlucky in a sense. If you pass a school bus illegally, you make that terrible decision. And the police officer just so happens to be stationed behind the school bus. So there's really a place where um, communities feel that this is a place where photo enforcement makes a whole lot of sense. It's a very efficient way of enforcing the law and holding people accountable who would endanger the life of a child. So um, and, and to your point, it's, it's incredibly an incredibly community-driven process. It really involves buy-in from the school district, from the local municipality, from law enforcement, and the, just the, the, really the community at large, because the communities trust in faith 
and faith in the integrity of the program is really everything. That's that really what is what authorizes, you know, local leaders to be able to institute a, a new program like this. So what we do is uh, really to your point, we we have numerous meetings and uh, implementation uh, planning sessions with all the stakeholders that we just talked about. So it starts with um, uh, contracting with, uh, in your case, the county. Um, and again, thank you to the county executive, the administration, and the county legislature for enabling this. Um, but then the school district has to agree to participate. So you have eight out of the 10 uh, school districts in your county that have already agreed. Um, so um, really uh, just excited about the fact that this technology, we're on the precipice of having this technology in your county on over 430 buses when it's all said and done. Um, but once the school district opts in, there's a, a school board has to uh, vote at a, at a school board meeting to opt into the program. They pass a resolution saying we want to participate in the county program. So that's already underway. And that enables bus patrol to come in and work with the school districts. And if they have privately owned um, and operated fleets that contract with the school district, we will then schedule a time to install the systems on their respective fleets. So again, whether it's the school district owns the buses, and in some cases they contract out for services, we work with either um, uh, arrangement. And so we work nights and weekends and holidays. We never interrupt transportation operations and we get the camera systems installed onto the buses. And they're actually um, physically synced with the school bus telemetry. So essentially, um, when a school bus is stopping, it's on. Uh, it's uh, when it's uh, for the purpose of uh, students getting on and off the school bus. Um, we have an artificial intelligence engine. Her name is Ava, kind of like Amazon has Alexa. We have Ava. So Ava is synced up to the camera systems that are installed on the outside of the bus. And when the school bus is slowing down, and its yellow lights flash, and then the red lights flash, and the door opens, and the stop arm is engaged. That's when Ava knows to monitor traffic. And what's incredible about artificial intelligence and Ava is that she's 11% more accurate than a human being at this point at uh, detecting violations of this kind. And uh, she knows the difference between a parked car and a car that's in motion and then a, a bicycle, uh, bicyclist or, or um, someone who's walking on the street. And that then enables um the evidence package to be uh formally created so that's really what bus patrol is more than anything else is we're, we're a community safety partner of course but what we provide is a video and photographic evidence package for law enforcement to then review we're not the ones actually issuing the violation <clears throat> we're just we're just su supporting the community's efforts to to enforce this law in a very efficient manner so we transmit that evidence package that then just gets um, quality uh, uh, checked by our internal team first, but then the package is call it a 20 or 30 second clip of an alleged violation. We make that video available for whoever the county designates to be the authorized reviewer. So my understanding is that in your county, it'll be the county sheriff's office. So they literally just log in. We give them a login to a, an internal portal where Every time they log in in the morning, 
There's a queue that populates from usually the days, uh, the, the routes from the day before. And those evidence packages, they're viewing those 20 or 30 second clips. And they use their experience, their training, their judgment to decide whether the county is going to issue this, uh, the motorist a violation for illegally passing a stop school bus. Um, and then we just help support the county and law enforcement and the school to be able to then um, manage that process on the back end. So if someone from the sheriff's office um, wants to approve that violation, we then take care of the printing and the postage. We mail the, the violation to the registered owner of the vehicle because it's a photo enforcement law. It does not go to the driver. It goes to the registered owner of the vehicle. And someone actually gets this violation in the mail um, based on their DMV records. And then they have access to not only the, the still images on the violation itself, but they have a link that they um, are directed to on the, the, the violation that they receive in the mail where they can watch their violation um, online. And it's usually pretty cut and dry. Um, and, uh, you, you watch the video and it's, it's pretty clear that you, you know, you broke the law and you learn your lesson and, and the, the violation serves as an educational tool. Um, you know, we know that folks by and large don't wake up in the morning and drive to work hoping to endanger a child, but it's really this, this driving culture that is manifested itself over time. You know, again, distracted driving, lack of an, of an efficient means of enforcement. So people through receiving the ticket, even though it hurts a bit in the wallet, they learn their lesson. And then across all of our programs, 98% um, of folks who, who break this law and receive a violation uh, never break the law again. So we're really proud of the fact that, um, you know, we have a very low recidivism rate and we feel that once communities know that, uh, you know, that the law is being enforced in, in, in their neighborhoods, they tend to not break the law. Um, and that's, that's the wonder, wonderful thing about this program is that it, it really seeks to um, foster this sense of more responsibility around driving culture and, and really just behavioral change around making sure that we, you know, we protect our most uh, precious cargo, our, our kids getting on and off school buses. <clears throat> that is a, uh, that's some fantastic information and really does talk about how efficient it is. Our, our listeners know we have a school resource officer and <clears throat> he often will talk to people in transportation who will say that someone passed their bus, but it's hard for him to enforce that. Right. They don't have license plate. They it's not in real time. And then he also will follow buses sometimes just to kind of do random kind of spot checks. But like you said in the beginning, very hard to catch someone in the act. It's it's just almost has to be coincidental at that point um, and happen at the right at the right person at the right place where this is just automatically um catching those violators. And that's great about the 98% of the people do not repeat the offense. So it really is something that has long lasting effects in addition to just the ticket and the, the hard consequence piece of it. So that's, that's really excellent information. Yeah. And we really, we really try to, and this is a sort of a, a page out of just some of our other programs in New York that have done it this way. So it's sort of something we always recommend to communities and it's become more or less a standard we really want to make sure the community has a heads up that this program is coming because we know that people are not 
particularly used to this law being enforced all that efficiently. So now, even though you'll have folks on, you know, one side of the spectrum that say, well, you know, you broke the law, you should get a ticket right away. And, you know, there are a lot of folks I've met, I've been in a lot of PTA meetings where um, people feel like the via, the, the offense, the, the, the consequence should be frankly a lot worse for breaking this law. But mm. um, what, what, what we've sort of established as a best practice is that we do a pretty robust um, public service announcement campaign. We'll be working with the county on that so that people get the message that this program is coming. We don't want people to feel like we just turned a light switch on one day and people started uh, getting issued violations. So for the first 30 days of the program, and I believe that date is March um, 6th in your county, so for the first 30 days, people who break this law will receive a warning letter in the mail. So there will not be the, the true full-fledged monetary violation. But it's sort of like that last heads up that this is coming. We're going live in early April. And um, through another a, a number of other um, communication methods and means, we're going to be doing pretty robust outreach through the schools as well. There will be a parent letter sent out to uh, to parents, and we give superintendents a lot of um, really wonderful information. There, there, there really is no one size fits all. So superintendents have done robocalls. I've seen folks do uh, ads on on radio, and in, uh, particularly with uh, communities that have a lot of diversity, make sure that folks ha who have uh, who don't speak English as a primary language that they also have access to educational materials. Um, we really want to get the word out as best as possible that this is coming. And and usually through that, that's what um, establishes that foundation of trust within communities that are really have never experienced photo enforcement before. That's sort of the secret sauce is give them a heads up, let them know it's coming, allow people, um, you know, a, a, a sort of a, a time period to uh, adjust, if you will, and then there comes a point in time where you shouldn't be breaking this law anymore. There are no more excuses um, for for going past a stop school bus and endangering children. Exactly. So you've talked a lot about the um, violation aspect of it. Something I know the district has been very pleasantly surprised about is the high quality of the cameras and the quantity of the cameras that bus patrol provides. So I think when we originally envisioned this, we knew we'd have the stuff that you just talked about, the, the ability to catch violators. But can you talk to us a little bit about the cameras that are part of this package that are being installed on our buses, uh, both internally and externally, and the visual they provide for our drivers, our transportation supervisor, in terms of just student behavior? Yeah, I'm so happy you asked about this because um, we, um, this is a, um, this is uh, uh, something that communities actually have choices uh, among various vendors that provide this service, and you know we like to th we like to think that we're the best. Uh, we are really the, the top provider of this service, not only in New York by far, but around the country by far. Of all the school buses that have this technology on them around the country, we're in about ninety percent of them, and I think it's really due to our unique mission. So, in, at Bus Patrol, we believe all children are deserving of a safer ride to and from school. So when we go into a community, what we pitch them on is what is called a full fleet deployment. Because 
there's sort of an alternative where we could do a traffic analysis of the, the routes and the school buses and the stops that are just going to probably produce the most tickets. Um, that's not terribly difficult to uncover. But the message then that, th that gets sent to the community is that um, although that there, there's a revenue piece to this uh, program, that that becomes the focus. And we feel that it doesn't matter if you're on a more rural road or your school bus doesn't really capture a lot of infractions. Um, we feel that every, like it's just really hard to tell parents that, you know, the school or the, the county has this new wonderful program to protect kids. But, you know, my kid's bus didn't get it because it didn't, you know, issue enough tickets. So and frankly, on a lot of rural roads, that's uh, that's when cars are going really, really fast. And that's unfortunately where you see um, tragically some some deaths happen. So we just we really lean into the idea that every child is deserving of this technology. Every child is deserving of a safer ride to and from school. So we're, we're really the only vendor really and truly in this space that commits to communities to doing full fleet deployment. So every school bus will be outfitted with this technology. And then not only um, do we do full fleet deployments for external enforcement, so like the actual school bus stop arm enforcement, but what something really unique that Bus Patrol does for schools is that we make technology available to schools at no cost inside the bus. So this is not technically part of the state law, but what we've, what we've uncovered is that school buses kind of look like they did 10 years ago, 20 years ago, 30 years ago. I'm kind of dating myself. But um, the school bus is just sort of this really radically underinvested in, pl uh, in place. So um, there are a lot of incidents that happen on school buses, bullying, fights, uh, like things that parents really want to know, right? That if my kid was bullied uh, and, and there's a camera on there that might be able to uh, hold another student accountable or to troubleshoot the incident, um, we should make that available to school officials so that the the ride on the school bus can be safer for kids as well. So um, the, the, the real beauty of um, these full fleet uh, programs that we uh, operate in communities all across the country is that it's no cost to the school district, it's no cost to the county. The only people that ever pay into this program are violators, 100% violator funded. And you don't break the law, uh, you don't fund into the program, but if you do, you're funding not only the external enforcement cameras, but you're funding incredibly wonderful interior cameras that's enha enhancing the safety of the students on the bus as well. So the school transportation officials and the school bus operators really welcome this with open arms because a lot of times, even that, even though school buses may have interior cameras, they tend to be pretty outdated. This is like the good stuff. We really don't, um, you know, uh, cheap out on on the internal cameras. They're they're HD. Um, there are multiple camera angles, um, and they're also equipped with audio. So, if there's a fight on the bus and there or a bullying incident, and it gets reported, a school official is going to be able to. Uh, request video on what happened on that bus that morning and and get to the bottom of, of what happened. It's just it's really a game changer for school safety on the bus. Yeah, that is yeah. that is absolutely and I think that's a great point. We have cameras on and as I said we have been very pleasantly surprised about the quality that these cameras that have been installed are providing. 
both visually and the sound, uh, you know, for our, our listeners, our transportation department and our, our administrators work literally on a daily basis on bus issues, right? We are constantly pulling cameras and, and pulling film and recordings to check out things. Um, sometimes things are reported either by a student, by a driver that need to be investigated more fully. So to have these cameras and this quality at our disposal is uh, is fantastic and is, is really something that we think is going to enhance the safety on the bus and make that environment on the bus just much better as well as what's going on, obviously, as the bus is driving. We really appreciate you taking the time uh, to, to talk to our audience about this. Uh, again, we're very excited about this program and it's something we've been looking forward to for a long time and excited to have it underway. And I, I can tell just from the the conversations we've had and the work that's been done already that the uh, the district is very happy with your folks at Bus Patrol and really view you and the county as a partner in this and we appreciate your efforts. Thank you. I, I couldn't uh, agree more. We're just so appreciative to be your community safety partner. We, you know, counties and, and, and cities and school districts, they have a lot of vendors, but we, we really, we want to be your partner, your technology partner, your community safety partner for the long haul. So we just appreciate your trust in us and um, really look forward to working together to make the road safer in the county. Thanks for tuning in. Be sure to subscribe to our podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen. See you next time on Every Student, Every Day.